Hi, and welcome to the My Dog Made Me Do It Naturally podcast. I am your host, Kat Jepsen, a canine nutritionist with an innate obsession with dogs and the natural ways in which we are driven to live because of them. So, let's get to it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the My Dog Made Me Do It Naturally podcast. This morning, I'm recording this episode while out walking the boys. If you listen carefully, you might be able to hear the woodpecker in the background, but you can definitely hear the birds singing and it is beautiful. So I apologise in advance if the tone of my voice changes a bit throughout the episode, but yeah, I'm walking. (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to be talking about supplements and not just supplements in the term of little tubs of tablets you can buy for your dog but looking at what supplement actually means looking at ways we can supplement the diet and how to make sure that it is a warranted need for your dog so first up is the definition of supplement so a supplement is something that you add to a diet in order to enhance it to make it better to give it more benefits and I think the term supplement has been tainted these days because when you hear the word supplement you automatically think of little plastic bottles with tablets or capsules inside and you know they're specific extracts or they're synthetic and a lot of people tend to forget that whole foods can be supplements when added to a base diet and that you know many of the nutrients can be added back into the diet with the use of whole foods rather than having to buy them in a bottle as like a powder or a tablet and yes you know supplementing and you buy pre-made tablets which is like a ready mix can be easier than finding a range of whole foods for your dog but if they are synthetic then that obviously comes with its problems as well so I think when you are thinking about supplementing your dog's diet, you first need to think about whether you want to do it in whole food form, which is going to work synergistically with the body to achieve the benefits, or whether you're going to go for a synthetic mix. Now, like some supplements for bones and joints do contain like extracts and compounds from certain whole foods in order to increase the potency. So depending on what kind of level of supplementation you're looking for or your dog needs might determine which kind of supplement you go for. Like for instance, dogs that need a bit more tryptophan in their diet will need a tryptophan supplement. And this can be bought as like a tablet or a powder and sometimes isn't always achievable through feeding tryptophan rich foods if your dog needs a little bit more for instance so this brings me on to the second point and that is finding or basically identifying the purpose for the supplementation now many pet parents tend to get suckered in by marketing campaigns um, who say, oh yeah, get this for your dog's dental health or get this for to increase your dog's longevity or, you know, this is going to improve your dog's digestion. And they basically take this product at face value and buy it and start feeding it to their dog and think nothing else about it. Sometimes we don't even look at the ingredients on the back of the packet. Sometimes we don't investigate the company to find out what their priorities are or, you know, what their ethos is. 
and we just get these supplements give them to our dog and hope for the best and if that is you then you are not alone there are lots and lots of pet parents doing this right now and it is all based down to one thing and i'm sorry but it's the fear of losing your pet and this is what the marketing companies know and this is how they exploit you and get you to buy these products and when you come from a holistic viewpoint and you adopt a holistic way of living you tend to look beyond the practicality of tablet forms of foods and things like that and you explore everything about what's in front of you so in my own personal opinion when I'm choosing supplements for my dogs which to be fair I don't really use that many because I don't rate them I prefer to just put whole foods in their bowl and give them a good variety and different herbs and whole foods and different fish and everything like that just to give them it in nutrient format. I mean, don't get me wrong, we do have some supplements. We use NutriCalm by NutriVet, which is a tryptophan-based supplement and that is for anxiety and we use that for uh, Barney's stress and Boris's epilepsy. And, well, we also use CBD, which you do buy in a bottle. So we also use a herbal formula, but again, this is derived from plants and herbs. So this is a natural product. And I think if you are trying to live more holistically, then you do need to pay more attention to everything about what you're buying and what you're feeding to your dog and what your dog's consuming and everything around them. So I think it's important to basically ask yourself a few questions and whether this is with regards to the supplements you've already got or you were thinking about buying or if your dog develops some kind of condition that they need some extra support with, then definitely do your research. Ways, or should I say questions that you can ask yourself which might help navigate the supplements of the um, the canine world. First, you need to ask, you know, what is the purpose? And to be fair, you should be identifying the purpose before you find the product. So if you find the product first, you might have a tendency to kind of talk yourself into the idea that your dog needs it. And don't get me wrong, there might be things that you've overlooked in terms of health and speaking to a professional might help you identify some of these needs. But I think if you just... If you see an advert for a product and then try and relate it to your dog, nine times out of ten, you're going to tell yourself that your dog needs it. And I mean, if you feed a species-appropriate diet which has raw meaty bones in there and it has kelp powder in there to help, you know, improve the iodine content, then it's unlikely you're going to need a dental supplement because you're already giving those foods to your dog. So just be aware of that. So find your purpose first and then find your supplement and then when finding your supplement you need to ask questions like you know what is it made from is it natural or is it synthetic where do the ingredients come from is the company transparent about how they make it and where they source their ingredients is the ingredient list even on there you know some 
bones and joint supplements can be derived from shellfish, which such as green lip mussel, which obviously is a major source of um, chondroitin and MSM and things like that. But then you get the other companies who list the glucosamine content in their supplements but don't give a source, which could potentially mean that it is a synthetic version. And if you don't like to feed synthetic versions of supplements to your dogs, then this is obviously going to be a problem. So you do need to question the um, origin and quality of the ingredients in the supplement. You also need to think about whether the supplement is going to interact or counteract something your dog is already having. So there is such thing as too much of a good thing and different nutrients and different chemicals react in the body with one another. Sometimes they can create negative situations. Sometimes they can cancel each other out. Sometimes they can inhibit the action of one another. So it's important to assess your dog's current diet alongside this supplement and figure out if there's gonna be any secondary interactions with it, which might, you know, make the diet lesser than it was before. Next, you need to figure, well, you need to ask yourself, you know, is it absolutely necessary for my dog or does his diet provide him with enough of the support that he needs? So if your dog is just a a dog who has adequate exercise, has a good diet, doesn't really have any health issues, doesn't do any extreme sports or anything like that, then the chances are you won't need supplementation. Um, But for instance, say if you have an athletic dog who competes in sports and things like that, then yeah, they might benefit from a bit of supplementation with their bones and joints or their cognition or their energy requirements. And that's where you can start to look at things like that. The next aspect to consider would be the cost. You know, how much is the supplement going to cost? If it is a synthetic or man-made version, you know, can you get it in whole food form? Is there a whole food option available, which is going to be more bioavailable for your dog and work synergistically with them? Can you actually afford to feed this supplement to the level that your dog needs it? And is it cost-effective moving forward? Another point following this one is... How long do they need the supplement for? So with whole foods, you can supplement diets by rotating a different variety of foods. And this can be different herbs and spices and plants and, you know, flower essences and things like that. And you can add these in rotation and they will provide different health benefits across months and even years to your dog. And you can rotate them. And the thing with whole food options is that you know there are lots of different types of food that all benefit in the same areas and they have other benefits on the body as well so it doesn't just target one thing whereas with specific supplements that are from you know that synthetic origin or that just focus on one thing are probably going to tell you that you need to feed your dog this supplement like I don't know for the rest of their life or for a certain amount of time so you need to think about How long are you going to need to feed this supplement for? And, you know, what kind of other effects is that going to have on the body? Is it something you want to commit to for long term? Because I know if you do come into a bit of a change in circumstance where money is tight and you can't afford to then buy the supplement, you're going to feel upset. And then you're going to feel anxious that your dog's not getting what they need. So you do need to take into account everything like this when buying supplements for your dog but 
the main thing is to supplement with purpose. Your purpose presents itself to you and then you find whole food options or supplements to support your dog with the issue. I think that would be my main bit of advice. As long as you're feeding fresh whole foods, you can pretty much count that your dog won't need further support. So if you are stuck with deciphering the mad world of canine supplements, then do just join me on Instagram, send me a message. I do actually have a supplement review service, um, which basically looks at the current supplements you're feeding your dog and helps you basically navigate and make decisions on whether they're absolutely necessary or you know different areas that could require supplementation. And these are currently at 75% off. Um, so they're only £10 if you fancy that. I hope you found this information useful. And I hope if you are feeding lots of supplements, you're going to go and get them all out of the cupboard and give them a good inspection and find out if your dog definitely needs them. You could yet save yourself a lot of time and a lot of money by being smarter with whole foods and sacking off the synthetics. Just pay attention to marketing employees. Don't be suckered in and do your research. Hope this helps someone today. If you have any questions about anything that's been discussed or if you want to contact me about supplements, then just email me or reach out to me on Instagram and I'll be happy to help. Have a great day, pet parents, and say hi to your pups from me. Thanks for listening to another great episode of the My Dog Made Me Do It Naturally podcast. Don't forget to check out the caption for any links discussed here today. And please, if you enjoyed the show, follow along and listen for free on your favourite podcast app. If you have any questions or would like to share your story, feel free to email me at mydogmademedoitnaturally at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. The purpose of this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be substituted as advice from a veterinarian or other professional. It does not form a client relationship with me, the host, or any guest speakers, and any information is not intended to and does not diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. And my guests express our own views, thoughts, and opinions as individuals, and the podcast neither endorses or opposes the views, products, or services discussed here. If your pet is ill, always seek advice from your veterinarian. I am not a veterinarian and I do not treat disease or offer medical advice.